0: Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. And we're back! This is episode 32 of the Joy Revolution podcast and the third episode in this little mini New Year's or whenever you are going through a change reset manual that is the guide to help you make any transition or shift or moving into any new period of your life with groundedness and confidence and direction. Okay. And that direction is what we're going to talk about today. So if you have not listened to episode 30 and 31, please go back and listen to those first, because those are the crucial foundational pieces. That's looking at where you've been and where you are right now in order for you to set intentions moving forward from a place of expansion and actually having having taken care of yourself. Okay. So If you already listened to those, yay, you're in the right place. And we are going to dig into intentions for moving forward. And I need you to know that I do not set goals. (laughs) For me, for me, they too easily shift from being useful tools to being harmful weapons that my brain uses to tell me I'm not good enough. Okay. And so what I do instead is I set intentions. Intentions to me are like bumpers on a bowling lane, right? They give you some gentle structure and guidance, but they allow for a lot of movement and flexibility in the middle. They make sure you don't fall into the gutter, right? But they leave the rest to skill and luck, which is like kind of like life, right? So this third episode is really designed to help you set intentions for the next phase of your life again whether it is a year a next year of your life just a new job a new whatever phase that you are listening to this in I want you to think of these questions like you're at the helm of a boat right? and, and I say this never having steered an actual ship <laughs> but this is what I imagine right? you you set a point that you're aiming at But how you get there isn't wildly rigid. You might drift left and you might course correct to the right. But all the while, you're looking up and checking to see if you're generally on course. Okay, that's what these intentions are meant to serve. They allow you flexibility. They allow you to you know, shift left and right and adjust. They're not so rigid that if you are not meeting them exactly, that you're beating yourself up. But they still give you this guiding anchor point to make sure you do not drift off in, you know, into the stormy seas or fall into the gutter with the, the bowling alley metaphor. Okay. So like the last two episodes, we're gonna dive on in and again. My disclaimer is these are meant to be fun. These are meant to feel good. These, so make sure that when you're listening to these, you're in a place to really listen to them and listen to yourself with what comes up from the questions that I ask. Okay, so cozy blanket, tea, sitting by a window, in bed, in a cozy chair, on a walk, driving, whatever feels like the right place For you to think about where it is you're going in this new year set yourself up with the right environment all right all right settling in the first question is what do you want the vibe in your mind to be like this coming year or season or phase what state do you want to create in your brain if you're like, "Hmm, what? What I mean is, do you want the state in your brain to be one of, ooh, inspiration and creativity and creation? Or is the vibe slowness, quiet? What's the vibe? If your mind was a party, what if it was a costume party, what would everyone be wearing? Next is, where do you want your mind to spend the most time in the upcoming year? And you can break this down into, you can slice this a zillion different ways. If you're having trouble coming up with something, if you're not, like, don't listen to my voice for a hot second. If you are having trouble coming up with something, you could think about it like, I want my mind to be spending the most time on my partner or my child or growing my skill in XYZ realm, or I want my mind to spend the most time reminding myself of my own capabilities. I want my mind to to spend the most time in a creative space, in an analytical space, in a fantastical space. In a joy filled space. Because your mind spends time in different literal places, right? Like, um, you know, at work or with your family, but your mind also spends time in feeling states, whether it is anxiety or your mind spending time swirling in overthinking or. Your mind spending time in what if and dreaming. Next question is, what do you want to release from your mind in the coming season or year? I want to release the way that I talk to myself in the mirror. I want to release my brain swirling always about money. I want to release my mind from continually thinking about my to-do list. What do you want to release from your mind? Maybe it's someone else's voice filling your head. Maybe you want to release the judgment of your mom or your boss Another way of asking that is what thought pattern, aka the place your brain returns to over and over and over, do you want to let go of? So maybe, you know, with every opportunity that comes your way, you always end up, you know, thinking back about your bank account and can you afford to do this fun thing? Do you want to keep that pattern or do you want to let go of it? What is a boundary you want to set for your mind for this next period of time or this next year? You know, again, whatever you are listening to this for, what boundary do you want to set for your mind? And maybe it's something like, hey, you know what? We don't talk shit to ourselves in the mirror anymore. I have a boundary around the thoughts I think to myself and I'm just, nope, we're just not going there. Which leads into the next question of how do you want to talk to yourself in this next year or season? How do you want to talk to yourself? What do you want the tenor of that conversation to be? Right? You can feel the vibe of a conversation, right? Ones that are light and fun and uplifting and conversations that feel heavy and tense and snarky. So. What's the vibe of the way you want to talk to yourself? My, my Elizabeth's own life has changed when I changed the vibe of how I talk to myself to be pretty sassy and funny. That's how I talk to myself and it's made a world of difference. And the next question is, uh, what do you want to walk away from this next year of your life believing? So this is, what do you maybe not believe now, but you want to be able to believe it? Next is, how do you want to use your mind in this next season? How can it best help you? I I describe this to anyone who I consider coaching with because this is sort of the lens that I, I work through, but I want you to imagine yourself like you are a company, okay? And most people's brains are acting as the CEO and the COO and you know all of the the employees and it's working overtime it's trying to do all the jobs and it's important to recognize when that is happening when you find yourself just always quote unquote always in your head always overthinking it might be a sign that your brain is trying to do all the jobs Right? And an alternative is actually giving your brain specific jobs to do. So I talk with potential clients and clients about how we like to promote your inner voice to be the CEO. right? Your inner voice, your gut instinct, that should be the place that you are setting your own personal mission and vision and values, and your internal culture. How you treat yourself, how you treat other people, how you talk to yourself, what your, you know, what the, what yeah, what your values are. I already said that, but. That should be your inner voice, not your brain brain. Then we want to make your brain the COO because your brain is naturally good at analytics and strategy and risk management and reporting, right? Your brain is good at that stuff. So let's get it that stuff to work on. And then this analogy, just to close it out, right? We, We make your body, your emotions and sensations, um, that magical executive assistant who works with both the CEO and the COO, so your brain and your inner voice, and always has a finger on the pulse of what's actually going on throughout the company. So that's that person that's like, ooh, like there's dissent in the ranks of, about this decision, right? Or like, ooh, this isn't sitting right, right? Your body's always telling you when there's a disagreement between your brain and your heart or your brain and your your gut, your inner voice, whatever it is, Right? And so when you're thinking about your mind, how do you want to use your mind? What jobs do you want to give it? And what tool or resource or support do you need and do you want to commit to using to best support your mind moving forward? Maybe that's a way, maybe you know that in order to use your, your brain the way you want it to, you need to give it rests. So maybe you commit to giving it breaks, brain breaks. You know, a great way to give yourself a brain break are things like coloring, right? Or being artistic or going for a walk when you can zone out. Just a way where your brain is working differently or given a hot second off from making decisions and trying to figure everything out. Now the next bunch of questions you're going to notice follow a similar pattern. We're going to move through, um, your physical and energetic body using similar questions as your brain, right? These different layers and parts of yourself deserve just as much intention setting and do as the others, right? So first question is what do you long to experience physically and energetically in this next year of your life? What do you long to experience physically and energetically? And what is a boundary you want to set to support your body and your energy moving forward? Maybe it's actually going to bed. Maybe it is drinking a glass of warm water before your coffee or eating before your coffee. Maybe it's not giving your time to people who suck your energy out. Yeah. (laughs) And then getting even more specific. What is a specific pattern that you don't want to repeat that depletes your energy? Again, I mentioned this in the last episode, but if you can hear my family jumping around, yelling in the background, I am recording this while everyone is home on vacation. So welcome. Next question is, what practices, tools, and fuel will you turn to to support your body and your energy in this next season? And a lot of these answers are going to come from where you've been and where you are right now. What's already working. Do more of that. Before you introduce anything new, this is some of my favorite advice, is before you do anything new, do more of what you're already doing. Just amp that up and you'll be surprised and amazed at how much better you feel faster. And it doesn't require starting a whole new regime like everyone thinks you need to do in the new year. Just do more of what you're already doing, all more of what's already working. You have the evidence, you have the felt experience. Use that. And my most most pointed question for you, how specifically will you listen to your body and your energy moving forward? This question is key. Are you going to set a reminder to check in with yourself? Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Do I have to pee? Are you gonna check in with yourself in the mornings in the evenings? How will you know when it's too much? Because your body with its emotions and its sensations are always, always telling you exactly what you need. All those sensations are signals. They're little flags. Pointing you in the direction of your basic needs and your desires. So how are you going to listen to them? Right, because when you do so, how does that impact your life? Okay, moving into sort of the emotional realm, how do you want to treat Your emotions in this next year of your life? How do you want to treat them? And, you know, you could think about this, like, if you were in a relationship with your emotions, like you were another human, what do you want that relationship to be? What has it been? You know, if you haven't considered this question before, if you've been in a relationship where you just shut them down and don't allow them to speak? do they allow you to, to do do what do you allow them to just take you for a ride and they totally overpower you and what you actually want All right what is the emotion um the relationship you have with your emotions and what is the relationship you want with your emotions i i use my emotions as wise advisors as purveyors of really important information, right? They're advisors for my decisions. That's the relationship that I have cultivated with my own emotions. I don't always like what they have to say, and I don't always listen to them, right? But by listen to them, I mean act on what they want. But I listen to them. I acknowledge them. I recognize the value in them. Okay. Now, how do you want to use your emotions to help you moving forward? How can your emotions help you get to where you want to go at the end of this year? How can your emotions contribute to you moving forward? We often think of emotions as detracting, right? Ugh, They get in the way. She's so emotional. Bullshit. Your emotions are there to help you. They're simply information. And similar to your mind, what tools, practices, resources, or support do you already have or do you want to seek out to find and support your emotions over this coming year? All right, these last five questions are... um, from a from a larger perspective, a zoomed out perspective. So what do you want this next year of your life to be about? Just this next year or whatever time period you're working with, of course. What do you want it to be about? Is it getting ahead in work? Is it creativity? Is it slowing down? Is it joy? Is it family? Is it experimenting? trying new things traveling. Where do you want to spend your time, energy and attention this year? Decide that right now. Set that intention right now. What feelings do you want to cultivate during this next period of your life? How do you want to feel, in other words? And how will you know if you're living in alignment with these intentions? How will you know? Will life look a certain way? Will it feel a certain way? How will you know if you are... Spending your time and your energy and attention where you want to and f- creating the, the best chance for you to feel the way that you want to feel and really orienting yourself towards what you want this season of your life to be about. How will you know if you're, if you're doing it? And flip side, right? How will you know if you're off kilter? or you need to realign yourself what are the signs and signals maybe it's that you start working late nights again and not shutting down at five like what are the little habit signals that you want to flag for yourself now of whoop, that will mean that I've just gotten off course a little bit that I want to readjust And now, a little fun exercise, and, and this is, you can do this as many times as you want. I love to do the this on walks when I'm on vacations. I want you to pick a point in the future, whether it is three months, six months, a year, five years, like whatever time period feels good to you. Visualize yourself being there in the future, already being your favorite freaking version of yourself Living your life mentally and physically and energetically exactly the way that you want to. And ask yourself, where are you? Let this be playful and fanciful. Are you somewhere warm? Are you in a ski chalet? Are you home at a restaurant? Paint yourself an actual picture. What is the moment in time that you are imagining? Are you walking down the street? When I do this, so the first time I did this, um, I did it as a New Year's exercise and I pictured myself the following New Year's Eve, so one year later, walking through this one specific restaurant, Simon Pierce in Vermont, and walk, <laughs> interesting, I, like b- bizarrely enough, this is just what appeared, walking back from the bathroom to my table. And I know exactly what I was wearing. Right, I knew what the lighting was like. So really paint this picture. What was your energy as you walk into a room feeling this way? Being this person? What is your energy when you walk into a room? What are you feeling? What do other people feel radiating from you? Who are you in that moment? And what do you know to be true about yourself? What have you already made happen for yourself? What became inevitable through you being your favorite self in your personal life, your professional life, family, friends? Just let your mind take you where it takes you. Picturing yourself in this future point, what thoughts are you are you thinking? You imagine you go into the bathroom and you look in the mirror. What are you saying to yourself? And I'm laughing just because I could hear all of the mayhem downstairs. The final question is, if this version of you in the future right now could give you the current you one piece of advice, what would it be? All right, just let all that sink in go back to any of the questions that have kind of tugged at your imagination or your heart. And Feel free to spend as much time with these questions as feels good to you. Again, I'm going to link the workbook version of this guide in the show notes. And so if you are a person who likes to see things written down, or it's actually set up for you to be able to write in it, that will be there for you so you can pair the visual with this audio. And with that, I am wishing you... A very happy new year, if you are listening to this when it first comes out. And I cannot wait to see what this year brings to you because I just know that your future is so damn bright. I'm sending you the biggest hug until we meet again on the Joy Revolution podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram at ElizabethTheJoyCoach. And if you're curious about working together personally, you can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.